Welcome to A Little Forward, a podcast by Freeform. I'm April Quio. And I'm Jenny Yang, and we are your hosts. This week, we're talking about the weird highs and lows that come from being on social media all the damn time. And to discuss all of that, we have unofficial Twitter <laughs> King, yes. Ira Madison III, on the show this week. If you don't know, Ira is a writer and host of the Keep It podcast, and he talks to us about why he's deleted all his pre-2019 <laughs> tweets, which is genius, how a bad experience on social media led to him fleeing the country, and so much more. Later in the show, our very own Matt Bellasai is back with some great advice for you. But first, let's kick things off with Struggle of the Week. April, it's time for our struggle of the week. Cannot wait. Ugh. So this week, our struggle obviously is about social media. Yes. And I want to know, April, what is your struggle with social media? So many. <laughs> I know. First of all, I need more memes. <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> is it just managing your meme folder? <laughs> I need more space on my phone for more memes. But no, my I think my current sort of ongoing struggle is this whole like influencer culture thing like the more that you you know do what you're doing get notoriety have a little bit of an audience the more that i feel at least there's this pressure to kind of like curate your life like yeah. all of a sudden people who used to just post like whatever on instagram are now doing like detailed product recommendations oh, no. and like swipe up and all these codes and it's kind of like i support it but then i feel like because I have like a quote unquote audience, people like expect the same thing for me. Like sometimes people will be like, I miss your Instagram stories. Like, where's your story? And it's kind of like, I'm not doing a story for you. Like it just, it puts up this sort of like um, impulse I have to kind of be like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I kind of just want to like act like nobody's watching. But the reality is like, people are watching, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't know the rules about how to operate. And it, it stresses me out that I feel like people have expectations. I'm more like, OK, did you ever see that episode of The Bold Type? <laughs> a show we both genuinely like really yes, stand. Yes, we actually really stand it, even though this is like we're on a free We're, we're on a podcast. I really do watch every episode where Kat was kind of like, this is the real me. And she showed herself like crying with no makeup because she yeah. had been broken up with. Yes. It's kind of like if I were to honestly have a full Instagram story, it would probably be more along those lines. But again, the effort is just... <laughs> truly not there <laughs> so, but I feel like you know I, I like want to be real but I just I don't have the time and and the like I don't have the desire but I feel like the expectation is there and sometimes it can really stress me out what about you your struggles making me think about how like even if you're like cat and you're like this is the real me yeah. let me broadcast my breakdown it's mm -hmm. like also that's still an intentional thing yeah because so my struggle okay is I don't you remember the days when it was just like social media was just you and your friends? Yes. Do you People know what I'm saying? People would just be like, I love pizza, hashtag pizza. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no one likes that, but there's so like, there's so low expectations of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's, that's what I struggle with. I have resisted like posting photos of me without makeup. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I have like resisted posting about sad things because I don't want to depress people. Do you know? Exactly. So like even if I do try to be honest with where I am at a time, I still spin it in a way where it's like a little wink. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. or like, you know, I have some dark humor. On the one hand, it's like the world is not your therapy. Very but true. also, you know, I want to be honest. And so 
What are you going to do? I just feel like the only way to be successful in social media is to be like a Nicki Minaj stan account. And everything else is just <laughs> it's just series of traps. That's how right, it feels. Where you're like not talking about yourself. Yes, exactly. Just be like, I'm here strictly to talk about Lady Gaga's eighth album. Where is it? Like, I want to be that person. And if I have a meltdown, it'll be totally done through the context of talking about Lady Gaga. Yeah, the pressure to like talk about myself. I'm just like, I'm not with it. I just want to gather everyone in a room. Yes. And just be like, all right, guys. What are we doing here? Because the reality is everyone's going to burn out. Like, so I I was telling you off mic that I'm really into YouTuber culture. Like, I truly can't look away from it. And so many YouTubers are like, this is my perfect life. And this is my saturated vlog about Uh, my morning routine. Oh, my God. The morning morning routine make me crazy. And then they, like, post on Instagram. Literally, my brain, like gets just melted down they're like i sip my tea and i just you know think about how grateful i am (laughs) they like post all of that and then five years later they're like i'm burnt out from trying to make my life look perfect i'm not gonna post for a year and it's just like clearly that's where we're headed you know what i mean i'm sorry i'm laughing (laughs) truly though it's almost like an inevitable meltdown it is grip on when you grip onto perfection so tightly it's like your muscles get tired exactly and you will let go so it's like we got to figure out how to navigate these online spaces without feeling like we need to be like curating and like tailoring our life like how can we be honest without it feeling like burdensome you know (sighs) we should just run the world april (laughs) (laughs) i reject that No, no, you don't want to. I no, do. that sounds like too much pressure. I'm just trying to chill, you know? That's true. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like just talking about the struggle is like kind of therapeutic. So <gasps> even though it's a bummer, I think social media, I'm hopeful. It could also be good. There are good sides too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So before we get into our interview, we have yet another word from one of our free forum faves. This week, we hear from Aisha D, who plays Kat Edison, social media editor extraordinaire on The Bolt Type. Let's hear it. I think for Kat, she kind of struggles to control her impulses and, and uh, you know, not act on uh, frivolous energy. And I, I definitely feel the same because I'm, I'm very instinctual. I kind of just go with whatever my heart is telling me to do in that moment and you know sometimes it can get you in a little trouble that and also just the fact that it's like really scary to admit that you like somebody and she's done it um well a couple times now and like one time it worked out one time she got shut down so um I definitely identify with that and how scary it can be but I think it's really important to just kind of like go with what your heart's telling you to do and uh, I kind of admire her at the same time. Even though she's very um, impulsive, part of that is really cool. Aisha, thank you so much for talking to us about cat struggles. Y'all better be watching The Bold Type on Freeform. You know I am. And now it's time for this week's interview. We are sitting down right now with Ira Madison the third. We're the so Ira. excited. The Ira. Um, if you don't know, Ira <laughs> is a writer, is the host of the podcast Keep It that I subscribe to, listen to every Wednesday. What's up? Oh my God. We're so Hello. excited. Yes. yes. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited oh to God. be here on this Pretty Little Liars podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's going to happen? We're going to turn this into a Pretty Little Liars podcast? Let's go. Let's talk about Mona. She is up to no good in Thoughts about A, let me tell you. Um, okay, so to get us started, this episode 
we're going to be talking all about social media. So I'm curious to hear a little bit about your highs and lows with social media. Like, what has your relationship with social media been over the years? Low points, uh, the time I was trending on Fox News and Ooh, everyone oh. wanted to kill me. Oh, my God. And I fled to Europe. You as really you did? Do, as That's you do. Glamorous. Wait, really? <laughs> to be fair, I had a European vacation plan. Okay, but I like that But it that happened narrative. to happen, like, three days before, and okay. I just sort of went radio silent and went to Europe and just sort of was glam. Can you remind us what was the controversy? You remember when Jeff Sessions was being confirmed? Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you remember when he brought his Asian granddaughter to the confirmation hearing? Yes. yes. Anyway, I called it out, <laughs> and people were mad. Oh my God! Thank you for, to Europe on behalf of all Asians. Thank you <laughs> yeah. for you taking that voice. for the yeah. team. So oh I was, I was, I was, uh, you know, I, I fled. <laughs> I really love the narrative of that. I do. That was a big sort of turning point for me too, mm-hmm. probably just because it made me realize how many people pay attention to what I tweet. Yeah, you know, you sort of like. I feel like when you have back in the days when you had like four hundred followers or something. You get excited moments when, like, oh, my God, Chrissy Teigen follows me. You know, yeah. like, something like that. Then it becomes weirder. It's like, oh, wait, these people who are, like, journalists follow me. Yep. Um, or um, people who are, like, blue checkmark figures who, like, if they retweet you or respond to you, you know, it could ruin your whole day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you get used to that. And so I feel like, I don't know, I used to, when I was at BuzzFeed and just, like, getting into the Twitter thing, I feel like... People associate my Twitter brand, you know, with sort of say whatever's on my mind, you know, sort of like firebrand, et cetera. Just sort of like, oh, I like I love Iris Feed. He just like tells it like it is, et cetera. I feel like I used to be more wild with that Mm-mm. in uh-huh. 2014. Uh, it may still seem that way, but I feel like it's definitely become more. I've matured since then, but I've also, you know, more wary and also careful and um, about what I tweet. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I pay more attention to what goes into something I tweet out because the internet always remembers. Yes, the, always yes, remembers. they do. The internet and always also, remembers. All my tweets are gone. What pre pre twenty nineteen? They're gone. You deleted them. I deleted them. <gasps> what was they're the gone. thought process? Tell Smart. us about that decision. Uh, I was not going to get got. Mm, yeah, wise. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Kevin Hart. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, didn't, like, want, didn't, didn't want to have it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I mean, at some point, isn't doesn't everyone have a tumble? You know, and I remember even with the Jeff Sessions thing, you know, like people were digging through old tweets of mine. Oh, no. And it was the thing where it was so like, you've experienced that already. Yeah. Ugh, just I delete know. everything. Delete, but that that relates to something we were talking about earlier, which is like there's this kind of fear of learning in public. Because in an ideal world, it's like your old tweets come out maybe you've changed, maybe you've grown since then, you can offer a thoughtful apology and then people see your growth. But mm-hmm. like the reality on social media is like, how dare you ever have had a, a, a problematic thought? Mm-hmm. I never yes. want to hear from this person again. Yes. And so it makes sense that you're just kind of like, in order to avoid that, let me just go ahead and wipe the slate clean so mm-hmm. I don't have to be out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, definitely too, there's there's ways to see if someone's different, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like there's palpable ways to tell if someone's, tweets are like the person that they used to be versus you know if they're still sort of engaging in that same sort of behavior yeah. you can be like they haven't learned or anything you know and there's problematic things that have happened you know where some people do deserve to be like even if they have changed they deserve to be called out for it yeah. you know um just to you know have them acknowledge like this still exists online you know like let's talk about it and then you can move on 
if we were to sort of mandate how we move forward as the internet, mm-hmm. if someone messes up, what yeah. are some of the ways that well, you that's... think for us as an uh, as as the internet community, mm-hmm. what should be the best way to approach that? And then also, if you're the one messing up, what do you think is sort of the best way to approach that? I think really you just need to have this willingness to acknowledge what you did mm-hmm. and then either apologize or move forward and, you know, show in the future by other actions that you're not that person anymore. Yeah. You know? And and showing up again and again, not just yeah. one time. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do it multiple times, you know? And okay. It's like people act like it's such hard work, you know? But it's like if you get food poisoning from a restaurant, like people are going to stop going because yeah. they heard that, you know, like people got food poisoning there. Yeah. You have to go a long time without poisoning some people again. <laughs> yes. Before people want to rock with your restaurant again, you know, <laughs> and it's real. like people want to do the work in other arenas, but they just, but they think, you know, that we just all have this um, privilege to be online sharing your thoughts with everyone and having people engage with you as a human being. It's yeah. like some people don't deserve to be engaged with. They Very don't. fair. If you could just snap a finger, what are some of the things you wish you could say, all right, team, all right, internet? This is this is how we need to behave. This is what we should be about. I want people to be less. I try to be less combative, which really? is crazy because keep it. I yes. mean, and my is like my catchphrase, <laughs> and also it's like comedy being like Ira less combative. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's it's trying to do things when you know, like, and sometimes I fall prey to it all the time, you know. But it's like less, you know, like quote tweeting people to like mock them, mm-hmm. you know, or stuff like mm-hmm. that, you mm-hmm. know, just feel like, because we should all just be better than that. Yeah. I want to talk about your podcast, Keep It. Okay. Because I want to know, you know, I know that that was a catchphrase that you you used before the podcast. Yeah. And um, so what is the philosophy behind what Keep It means? Because I know that when I first heard the term Keep It, I had to ask you. Yeah. Right? I'd be like, Keep It, what exactly is that? So it basically means, no thanks, I don't want this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did it come about, Republicans though? coming after me. Because it's Keep such it. a, <laughs> 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 because it's like it's such a great short pithy way of just being like mm-hmm. making the statement about something in, figured, on the internet. I, I like p- maybe heard people use it or something or whatever, but I just remember like the first time I really like used it online. Yeah, like people found it amusing, yeah. and so I was just sort of like, let's use the phrase again. Yeah, you know, and like people are responding to it and then starting using it themselves and adding me when they did it, and that's sort of when I knew that like. A catchphrase was sort of born where, like, I had to do something with it. If if, if your life was a sitcom, I know, right? Keep it would keep be it. your it. It'd be called Keep It, and Brilliant. Keep It would be your catchphrase, right? You know, there'd always be some character with some like monologue or angry about something at some point in the episode, and I'd just go, <laughs> "Keep it," <laughs> and the audience would be like. Ah! And then you like, and then you would, and then you would close the door behind you. Oh my, it's a multi-camera. Uh, people can't see, but I'm doing the like. Oh my god, Steve Urkel leaving the house, like <laughs> tiptoeing away. Oh my god, I can see it. We've learned so much. We've learned about tweets getting taken out of context. We've learned mm-hmm. about how people can come back from being canceled. Mm-hmm. We've learned that there is a way. There is a way. Maybe there's an outline, and people just are being willfully ignorant because they just want to whine on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but now our final question. You have demonstrated on Instagram that you understand the art of the thirst trap. I truly am a novice. Have I? Do I, I have thirst traps? I, f- I feel that you have an understanding of the concept. So please walk us through oh the art of the thirst trap. This is our 
our, our listeners need to know? I feel like my only thirst traps are professional photos that I've paid a photographer or friend to take of <laughs> that, me. That is a lane of a thirst trap. The, the, it the is a lane. trap is, is intentional I th- I, decadence. I think you've realized that most of my problems um, in life are solved by me throwing money at them. Yeah, it's capitalism. <laughs> I'm going to go broke. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for sharing that the art of the thirst trap is hiring a professional photographer. Yes. Once again, I'm I stand. WGA dues. Oh my God, I'm same. Let's not talk about it. I, same. I think from the fall. I'm trash. Ooh, I gotta Lord. call them. Oh Lord. Um, thank you so much for being with us today. You're amazing, so Ira. We love you. Thank you for being a guest on our show. What a treat. Thank you. This feels like, uh, this was like, I want to fix my life. I actually, <laughs> actually feel like I did have a couple of like oh very nice revelations in this conversation. Wow. So thank you. Oh, thank no, you. usually I'm just like regurgitating like nonsense from my youth, you know, <laughs> or talking about Days of Our Lives yes. or Real Housewives or like which is anything. important as well. Yes, of course. Yes. But, like I feel like wow, the excavation. We're we're, we're on a journey together. <laughs> oh we like, are each other's ayanga. I'm, I'm going to pay someone to transcribe this episode <laughs> yeah. when it's out because I don't want to transcribe it. I feel but you, you know, it's a book proposal. Listen. Mm-hmm. Put on your scuba gear. We go deep. Listen. Ooh. Oh, oh my god! And we don't get no sleep because we'd be up all night until the early light. Velvet rope, Janet. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Thank, Thank you, you so Ira. much. <laughs> all right. Jenny, I honestly think we just fixed Ira's life. I think so. <laughs> that was incredible. And now it's that time again. Let's hear what Matt Belisai has for us this week. Hey, this is Matt Belisai, and I'm here to help you get your life together. Every week, we got questions about our topic of the week, and I'm going to choose the best one and take my best shot at giving advice. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be bad. We'll find out. This week's question is from Aaron from Chicago. What are some tips to stop caring about how many likes I get on my Instagram page? Oh, man. Welcome to the internet, okay? Social media is a trap, and it's ruining all of our lives, and there's no escape, and it's just people with abs and the Kardashians with their waists. So yeah, like a lot of people, I spend a lot of the time on the internet. I'm scrolling on my phone most days. Right now, I'm on my phone. I'm not even paying attention to what I'm saying. I get jealous of people on the internet. I get jealous of people that get more likes than me. People have more followers, more abs, seem like they have more friends. That's what social media has sort of trained us to feel like. But also, it's not real. I think it sounds... Like, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat and go off on a social media rant. But the thing is, people are showing you what they want you to see. Look at your own feed. Look at the stuff that you are putting out there and think, is this my entire life that I'm showing people? No, you're showing people some of the best moments from your life. And therefore, the things that you're seeing from other people... Those are the best moments of their life. There was someone who said this on the internet, and I'll never forget it. They said, don't compare your outtakes to someone else's highlight reel. 
You are seeing the best moments that other people want you to see. So you can't compare your life to what someone else's life seems like based on what they're choosing to put out on the internet. You might see the the photo of them partying at night, but you're not seeing the photo of their friend holding their hair back while their tongue touches the bottom of a gas station toilet. Where's that Instagram photo, I would like to know. So just remember the internet is garbage, likes don't matter, there's nothing that a tiny fave or heart on Instagram is gonna do to make you feel any better about yourself. You are your best supporting actress. You are your biggest fan. You go out there and make yourself happy. So that's my advice. I hope it helped. If not, well, whatever. I'm Matt Bellisai. You can listen to my podcast, Unhappy Hour, every Tuesday. Bye. Thank you, Matt. To hear more of his hilarious takes, check out his podcast, Unhappy Hour. Thank you again for tuning in. We did it. Yes. It's our outro time. It's time for our outro. We learned so much and now we're here and yeah. we're, we're sliding on through these credits. So thank you again for tuning in. Share your thoughts about the show on social media with the hashtag a little forward. And as you know, every week we're going to give you a little insider code for those of you who make it through the credits. Tweet your answer to our weekly question with the hashtag a little forward and we will be watching. So Jenny, tell us, what is the question this week? Okay, so this week's question is, who are your favorite social media follows? Tag your favorite Twitter accounts that you love and, uh, you know, add the hashtag a little forward. And while you're posting, you might as well follow us on Twitter too, right? I mean, while, while you're there, I don't know. Follow, <laughs> follow Freeform on Twitter at Freeform TV, and you can follow us on Twitter. So I'm at April K Quio, that's Q-U-I-O-H. And I'm at Jenny Yang TV, that's J-E-N-N-Y, Y-A-N-G TV. And tell your friends about the show. Make sure to rate and subscribe to A Little Forward on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. The show is a collaboration between Freeform and Pineapple Street Media. Executive produced by Sasha Kai Parker, Kasime Bernard, Maddie Spronkaiser, Jenna Weiss-Berman, and Max Linsky. Produced by Agadenesh Ashagre and Josh Gwynn with editing help from Jess Jupiter. Our music is by Brandon Cadell. And that's our show. We'll see you next week. And remember, <laughs> keep it. Bye. Bye.